everyone has the right to to have an education and of course everyone has uh, the right to to learn english for free i really want to to help as many people as i can and i want to do that for free because i find joy doing that well our group is a group that we called maofen uh, maofen are like the two letters of the the words masters of english we want to to give people the opportunity to talk to interact between themselves but also at the same time we want them to to learn about the power of helping each other i don't find joy in having 1000 followers you know that for me that's not the aim you know i would rather have 80 people who are really committed and engaged in the group and that are trying to give their best not only to improve the level but to help others to improve their level you exactly. learn a language <laughs> by using it Welcome back guys. You are listening to My Fluent podcast. My name is Daniel Goodson and you just listened to Gabriel from Spain and he conducted an interview with me a couple days ago. Now it was my turn to interview him. For those of you who can remember back in episode 11, I started out for the very first time with my method about conducting interviews in order to become a better English speaker. Well, of course, not only that, it's also to connect with people, with great people. And by the way, Gabriel has not only mastered the English language, no, he also gives away and shares his knowledge to others and teaches how to become a fluent English speaker. And that's just amazing. But listen for yourself. Buckle up and have fun. <laughs> it's kind of funny because you interviewed me a couple days ago and now it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You try to pay me back, yeah, to pay back yeah. and and yeah, thank thank you very much for for inviting me. It's a pleasure being with you here, of course. Yeah. Thank you. You may introduce yourself by saying which languages you are learning. Well, right now I'm uh, well I, I'm trying to to continue because I started many years ago with Arabic and I'm trying to to restart that and and, and start talking with uh, some members from the group that we have and I'm also interested in learning Filipino because we have got some uh, friends from the Philippines in our group and that's also my checklist but I also speak Italian you know so in this case I try to 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 refresh it talking with with some of the members as well you know so and those are the languages I'm now trying to to practice and improve and is it right you are a english teacher yes i teach english yeah i i the reason well the reason i lived in england for uh, several years and when i came back uh, people started to ask me about you know can you can you help me with my my english uh, because i have got this subject or whatever at school and one thing led to the other in the end i i, I started to work uh, full time as an english teacher yeah great and do you think It is a good approach to learn a language by joining a Facebook group. Well, right now with the COVID situation, maybe it's probably the almost the only way. It's not the only way because there are many online options, but it's a, definitely a very good way. And it could be also a cheap way, you know, a very inexpensive, well, free, really, because you don't have to do anything else, but join a group. 
of course, there are many possibilities, but um, it's a good way because you you can talk to people from so many different places with different backgrounds, different ideas. So it's a very good way to exchange opinions, points of view, and to to definitely use the language that you want to you want to learn or improve. Well, why I asked you this is because I I know that you have a Facebook group and. Maybe you could yeah. explain more about it. Well, our group is uh, it's a group that we called Maofen. Uh, Maofen are like the two letters of the, the words Masters of English. And um, the reason uh, for, for this group uh, was that uh, it just started a few months ago. Officially, the Facebook group started uh, just a month ago. And we have been working for two months, more or less. And um, we were just a small group of people from different countries Uh, who wanted to to talk about uh, you know like interesting topics you know to discuss uh, not just the typical you know how do you do how can I get a ticket to go to whatever and then suddenly we started to have more members interested in joining and uh, the group was created as such the the original idea or the, or the idea that is the philosophy behind is that we want to help as much as we can other people to learn English. And behind this idea, we have also the, you know, Kanguro English, you know, Christian Saunders, uh, founder yeah. of Kanguro English. You know him and many people that listen to your podcast know about him too. And, you know, I, I was actually quite touched by his uh, philosophy of free education for everyone. Everyone has the right to, to have an education. And of course, everyone has uh, a right, the right to, to learn English for free. And that really struck a chord with me, you know, because... Um, For a long time, in this, in this world of being a teacher, an English teacher, I kind of I followed the, the flow. I followed the, the, the stream, the mainstream of how to become a, a successful English teacher, which for me meant how can I have more students and make more money? So for, for a long time, I was like, you know, oh, I have to create a Facebook page or maybe a YouTube channel and I have to have followers and I need to, to have people, you know, wanting to pay to, to have sessions. That's how I'm going to make money, blah, 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 blah. Then I was thinking about I should create a course and people will pay for the course. Anyway, I was thinking of all, about all these things. And then suddenly I came across Christian and it really touched Uh, my my fiber, you know, something inside me mm -hmm. um, that made me think. Well, really, I don't want to do this, you know. I really want to to help as many people as I can, and I want to do that for free because I find joy doing that. So, luckily, in the group, there were people like were like minded, thinking the same. Jason, for example, he's one of the founders of the group, and he has got the same kind of uh, idea. You know, I just want to help people. And we thought, well, if we want to help people, let's help people. And and the group was created, you know. So that's the idea. We want to 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 give people the opportunity to talk, to interact between themselves, but also at the same time, we want them to to learn about the power of helping each other. Okay. Because we think that sometimes this is forgotten or it's not considered because it's like People want to learn a language and they are just thinking, I want to improve this language. So I just want to, I have to talk to people. I have to know people and uh, let's see where I can get this information, where I can get more knowledge, where I can improve my level of English. And we, we are not against that. We kind of want people to realize that there's much more to learn English than just me improving. 
Yeah. Uh, and there's a beautiful world there, which is actually the world, the, the world of you know, just giving and sharing, you know. Well, you know about this because you do that too, you know. You, you share yeah. your, your knowledge and your I learning I understand too. you 100% and you are kind of an inspiration to me because it's just great to see how much energy you put into it because basically you, you give lessons, online lessons over Zoom. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And Yes, we, we could say that, yeah. And how many teachers do you have who are supporting you by doing this? Okay, I mean, uh, teachers, teachers, there are teachers in the group, people who have joined us recently and are teachers and they are trying to, uh, well, I have talked to them and trying to, to see that, you know, if they, if they can help other people by correcting mistakes or by giving them advice or whatever, uh, please do as much as you can. But uh, The meetings as such, they are run by myself and three more members who actually are not teachers. They are just learners of English, okay? But um, really, our meetings are partially, they are a lesson as such, but the most important part is that they are speaking in moments, you know? They are uh, opportunities for everyone to talk. So the, the people who are helping me, which are Jason, Abhishek, and Hadil, they, they basically host meetings too, and they offer questions to the, to the people, to the members, in order for them to, to be able to talk, you know. So teaching lessons, as you could imagine, you know, the typical um, concept that we have of a lesson, really, uh, I, I do that, and I've got other members, like, for example, Roshan, Roshan Banjari from Nepal, who actually creates his own lessons of grammar because he likes grammar, he's learning, and what he does is he has lessons with some other members of the group and he explains grammar to them. Okay, know? I see. So, so is it so open? That's what we're doing. Is, is the group open oh, yes. for everyone? Yes, everyone can join, but I mean, not, uh, not as in, you know, you just come and, and join, you know. You have to, to request access and you have to answer some questions because... What we found at the beginning, right at the beginning, is that people wanted to join. I don't know if you have seen this or you have noticed this in uh, the, the social media and the online world, but people want to be everywhere. You know, people want to join every single group and be everywhere. So if you're learning English, you are going to be in 250 groups. And if there are yeah. 300 groups, you'll try <laughs> to be in those 300 groups. Well, I find this is it's not actually good. It's, it's actually the, the contrary. It's not going to help you improve more your language because in the end, you're going to stick with one, one or two groups most and uh, you're going to work with them. Or maybe you are in 200 groups and you don't work with any. <laughs> so um, I'm saying this because many of the members that we had at the beginning were members that tried to join because, oh my God, there's a new group. We have to join this group. And then we realized that they, they didn't participate. They didn't post anything. They didn't interact with members. They didn't even participate in our meetings, in our Zoom meetings. So we, we actually had decided that this was not worth it for us. We weren't interested in having, a, I don't know. So yeah, as I was saying, you know, people that weren't participating at all, and we decided that we didn't want to have followers. You know, we don't want to have people that follow our group. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find joy in having 1,000 followers, you know. That for me, that's not the aim, you know. I would rather have 80 people who are really committed and engaged in the group and that are trying to give their best in order not only to improve their level, but to help others to improve their level, you know? 
So with that, with that in mind, we have accepted new people now. But at the same time, we are actually eliminating people that we have seen that uh, okay. are not yeah, anything, I, you know. I have uh, noticed that recently a lot of new members joined the group. And so yes, my, yes, my yes, question yes. is, is this not a bit, let's say, that every time in a lesson or in a Zoom session, there are other members. So it will be really difficult to connect with each other and to, to learn hmm. together. Is there a danger well, I, or, or, or what do you I, think I, about that? That could be a danger because uh, it is true that in order to, to create a community or a family, that that's what we want to do. Um, you need to have people that are there, you know, that stick and are permanent, let's say, or that remain for a longer period. But we have already that people, you know, probably we have got about 40 members that are active, you know, and they are always there. And then in our meetings, we usually are, the most we have been once is 23 people. Usually we are... Uh, between 10, 12, 15, sometimes 18, and as I told you that time, 23. But what we do is we, we, we start a meeting and we try to introduce each other and, and then we put them into breakout rooms. So we try to separate them in smaller rooms, which gives them the opportunity to really talk, you know, and to really make connections with other members. So many times I usually make groups of two, three members, and that gives them a real opportunity to get to know people so even the new members get the chance to talk and they always they always tell us the same thing usually they tell us the same thing oh i felt really good you know because i was able to talk and i had a lovely conversation with this person so i can i can understand what you're asking about the danger but uh, to be honest it hasn't happened you know so it is just uh, the way it is. You know, we are just having these members coming into the group and they're quite participative, you know. But again, as I was telling you, we have accepted these last few weeks, we have accepted about 60 or 70 members. So we have doubled the amount of people yeah. that we have in the team. But right now we are also eliminating about 20, you know, 20 members that haven't done anything in the group at all, you know. So we are doing the same. We are accepting people that want to participate and we are eliminating people who have not been active at all. Because as I told you before, this is for me the important thing. I mean, what's the point otherwise of being in a group if you're not going to actually do anything in the group? I understand that, you know, social media don't work like this, but just because social media doesn't work like this, why do I have to do it the same way? You know, I mean, it is obvious that you are not, you don't learn a language just by becoming a member of a group. You exactly. learn a language by using it. And this is something that some people don't understand. You, know, you just follow or subscribe to a YouTube channel and you follow this group and suddenly you feel better. Why? I mean, what, what have you done in order to improve your language if you haven't even started to use it? Yeah, I, I, I saw this for the first time in the Kangaroo English group. I was fascinated by how often people would publish their own videos and that was just fantastic because usually uh, the normal type of groups which you see is, is rather packed with quizzes, packed with a lot of pictures and so on, but there is not a lot mm-hmm. behind it, you know? Yes, so yes, it, yes, yes. It's not personal. So I kind of like these groups in which you see that there is a community building up And my question to you, 
now is where do you see your group in let's say six months or do you have a vision in mind hmm well i i, I really i mean i hope that we are still here in six months I, th I think that we will be because there are a lot of people who are really interested and engaged in and committed to this group. I don't know uh, if we will be a bigger group or we probably will be a smaller group. I don't know, but I don't mind, really. The only thing I could tell you is that I hope that in six months we are a family. That's the only thing I hope, that we are a family. And right now, uh, after two months that we have been working, we have already seen improvement in some of our members, you know. They actually have been telling us, oh my God, I feel so much confident, much, much more than before. And some of them speak a bit faster, okay? And actually some of them have realized of the importance of this, um, you know, of, of making a commitment of this learning process. You know? and, and some of our members are creating, are making their own videos. They're working on pronunciation exercises or vocabulary or whatever. And they are taking active participation in the group. And those who are doing that, I can see that they are going further. You know, they are turning further. So I, that's what I think in six months. I only expect or hope that many of our members feel that improvement in their, in their level of English. And you know what I do hope most? It's something that Christian said in one of his videos, and I love it so much. And he said, you know, I hope that you stop following me. You stop follow, watching my videos. And I, I, I hope that too. I hope that they stop following me or expecting me or Jason or the members, the admins, Uh, calling a meeting, you know, I expect them to be independent, self-sufficient, and ready to say, "Hey, I'm going to create this topic. I'm going to create this post. I'm going to, I'm going to create this uh, this meeting, and I'm going to invite people to talk, and I'm going to offer the opportunity to other people as well as someone offered it to me." You know, this is my hope in six months. Hopefully, okay. we'll see. And and I will wish you luck, of course. And I really hope that um, thank you. This is gonna gonna happen that the people there will master the language uh, the the english language i have sent you mm -hmm. a picture before about yes. this ad i told you it says mm -hmm. speak german fluently in a month and then it goes on german lessons starting at ten dollars one-on-one lessons with certified german teachers paper class 19 hours equals to one college semester. So I was wondering, what do you think about such an ad, an advertisement? <laughs> what comes to mind when you see this? Well, I would say, you know, we have to be realistic. In the end, we are in a world that is a, a capitalist world or society. And where we're basically in order to in order to get to get or to gain a customer you need to have a catchy you know a catchy uh, headline or a catchy ad so i would say that these type of ads are catchy you know because it's like oh you know fluent in germany in one month and it's like oh my god in one month that's really really good <laughs> uh, so in the end uh, maybe it is possible I'm, i'm not saying that it's not possible okay maybe it is possible but the ad of course is not paying attention to the important aspects of that you know of that process which is You need to be 100%, not not 100%, 200% motivated. You need to dedicate so much time to that because it needs, you know, you need to to have to make a big, big effort, you know, and you have to work really hard. You have to work your ass off in order to be able to actually uh, get fluent just in one month. I think that, you know, a person should be like talking every single day, two or three times at least 
to be able to 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 acquire that kind of fluency definitely you know yeah so <laughs> yeah but the thing is that you see this everywhere not only on on, on ads but sponsored ads but also on youtube you know that sometimes youtube videos um that you see uh, are, are catchy as well you know the the, the the title the headline is catchy you know yeah. trying to call your attention <laughs> uh, like you know <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah, like click by Daigle, perfect. So, and actually, I've, I've seen videos of a guy called um, uh, Pat Flynn. He's an American guy that has a website called uh, Smart Passive Income, and he talks about how to create, how to generate income. And he talks about how to create a click by, uh, you know, headlines yeah, huh? yeah. or titles. And of course, be careful because sometimes, you know, it can be, uh, it can be, the opposite, it can be not good for you because it can create an expectation that then is not met by your video. But you see it everywhere. The problem is that because you see it everywhere, people really believe that these kind of things can happen. And in the end, you can acquire a good level in like one month. And it's like, oh, hang on, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. let's talk about your English journey. So you mastered mm -hmm. the English language and I'm wondering in which area you struggled the most and how did you overcome the obstacles? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I have to say that I, I, I have been through different stages. I, well, you know that, uh, well, because it's pretty similar to your country, but in Spain, we, at my time, I'm 41 now. So at my time when I was like 15 or 13, we studied English and it was very theoretical. So we didn't speak it, you know, it was more like uh, very little listening, very few listening exercises and grammar and reading, grammar and reading, grammar and reading. So my first challenge was when I actually had to go to live in England because as soon as I arrived, I had to work at the shop selling ice creams. And uh, the boss put me there as I said, and she explained to me all the ice creams. And for me, the most difficult part was the speaking at that moment. Okay. How did I overcome that? Well, because I was forced to do it. <laughs> so I couldn't do anything else. You know, I had to do it. I was working and I had to talk to people. And I learned as I was doing it. Okay. I, I didn't study first and then no. As I was working, I was talking, I realized I was making mistakes. I realized I had, I had to improve something. And then there was a second stage while I was still living in England. And that was because I wanted to prepare for an exam for Cambridge for the advanced level. And and I hadn't done any writing. I mean, I I, I like writing, but I'm not a writer. So um, I had private uh, lessons with uh, with a teacher to help me a little bit uh, with uh, some advice, you know. But I took probably three or four lessons, no more, because I just wanted to have a general idea, and 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 that's when I overcome also my writing experience. And I have to say that um, my writing has improved a lot uh, after that because I have kept practicing. I have kept writing. All the time, so pretty much what what Christian says, you know, uh, keep practicing on that field, on that area, and you will improve, of course, you know. So those were my two my two areas, definitely. Okay, and maybe if you could give the the most important tip you have, you want to give to a language learner, uh, which which one would it be? What is the most important thing? Put into practice. There are many more, but put into practice. You know, whatever you learn, go and share it. Go and talk it. Go and use it. Put into practice. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Thank you very much. It was really fantastic to talk to you, and I, I would be really glad if we could 
do this in in the future again because it's mm -hmm. always great to talk to you really so thank you very thank much gabriel well thank you daniel it was great uh, and thank you for the questions they were very interesting and thank you for trying to share a little bit about my experience too in your podcast and um and definitely you know let's try to talk about this maybe in a you don't know in half a year maybe we'll see what happens yes yeah definitely bye, bye, -bye. take care daniel thank you I kind of like the idea of having a community of really enthusiastic learners who are helping each out to become a better English speaker or it could be any language, to be honest. So it's a great project, I think. And Gabriel gave a lot of great insight of what he thinks about language learning in general. Let's have a look at the answer Gabriel gave about the italki advertisement picture. And this situation shows us how good he is in communicating and how diplomatic he expresses himself. It's just fantastic. I mean, he had not a lot of time to prepare this and he didn't blame them. Or No, he, he starts by saying... We have to be realistic in the end. Well, well, we are in a capitalist world and it's just the way things work. In order to get customers, you need to, to have a catchy headline or a catchy ad. Well, it's just how things work these days. And, and my humble opinion is that, well, it could be possible, of course, in one month. But as Gabriel explained it, you, you need to work your ass off. <laughs> And the typical answer to this question is that people blame italki because it's just not possible, <laughs> usually. And Gabriel makes quick connections. He just mentions Pat Flynn, a guy who is podcasting about a similar topic, how to make catchy titles, etc. It just comes spontaneously and it's just great. Well, I needed to concentrate quite a lot because Gabriel is speaking very fast, very fast, you know, and and yeah, and I I didn't dare to to stop him and ask him other questions. But well, okay, let's be honest. I am still in the beginning of this interviewing journey, but I think it's an excellent way to get better in your target language because you really need to focus what the person is saying. You need to focus and and you just need to speak and there is no pause button in which you can just stop the conversation which is great because you are really forced to to go on well let's <laughs> rethink this because actually it was gabriel speaking but nevertheless you need to be concentrating on the things he's saying and another great thing is that well i'm trying to do a transcript and then I can go about the answers again. I mean, I can re-list to them very carefully and that way I will pick up the speaking patterns Gabriel used and new vocabulary. I feel the urge to comment on every answer Gabriel gave and it was really excellent how he answered to all of my questions which are in a way bizarre sometimes i mean i 
I asked him to introduce himself by saying what uh, languages he is speaking. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna finish up here. I'm gonna wrap this up. It is a rather longer episode. Well, of course, because it's an interview. And this will not be the last interview I'm gonna conduct because I really like this format. I like the way... I like this method to learn English by interviewing other people. It's just very interesting and engaging, I think. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss any interview or tips and tricks on how to become a fluent speaker in any languages. I'm Daniel Goodson and you were listening to my fluent podcast. Bye! The only thing I could say is that I hope that in six months we are a family. That's the only thing I hope, that we are a family. Hello, Gabriel. This is Arvin Laksamana from the Philippines. And I just want to say thank you for teaching and helping us in learning English. The most incredible group of English just for communication is, of course, Mawafin Masters of English. And um, uh, I hope that our group stay always like this. And yeah, goodbye. Hey, Gab. I hope you're doing all right. I just want to say thank you for being a really great friend to me. Take care. Hello, Gabriel. Thank you so much for your effort. We are grateful to have a great teacher like you, Gabriel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, hello. It's me, Omar. My dearest offenders, thank you so much for all, principally for helping me improve my English every day. I am very, very grateful, principally to Mr. Gabriel, because always support us. Thank you so much, my friends. Hey, it's Thomas from Italy. Um, I appreciate uh, you for supporting us to become better English speakers. You are invited here to eat my lovely pizza. It's ready and very hot. Thank you very much, Gabriel, for letting me be part of this group, letting me be a Maufen. Thank you for your inspiration and motivation. Hi, Gab. I hope this voice record finds you well. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for your patience and dedication. Thank you for your mouth and I appreciate you so much. Mwah.